The light fades with death's cold embrace. You've already been zipped and tagged. Struggle as you might, it will not help. No one can break out of the body bag. Here to oversee the autopsy, your hosts, Chris Thomas and Broke Rider Dave. Welcome to Body Bag Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Broke Rider Dave, and with me is Chris Thomas. What's going on, everybody? And today we have a special top 10, because in almost every horror movie, there are death scenes and there are kills. Uh, not This season is not evident of that. I think we've had maybe one or two kills of the movies this season. So to uh, make it up to you guys, I am going to give you my list of top 10 kills. Top 10 on-screen movie deaths, correct? Yes, that is correct. All right, so this, uh, this is cool. You know, I like this dynamic of me bringing in the negativity and you bringing in the positivity in terms of top tens. I I think it's a nice balance. Anxious to see if I know any of these. Are these in any particular order or... uh... I'm gonna go from, uh, you know, 10 to 1. Mm -hmm. And on this list is a lot of Wes Craven, actually. Oh, that makes sense. If you guys know me, you know I love Wes Craven movies. Number 10, I'm going with Glenn from Nightmare on Elm Street. Starting off with Wes Craven. Exactly. Uh, Glenn played by Johnny Depp, his first role. I have to keep reminding myself that he's in the Wes Craven or in the Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, I mean, it's a very creative death. It's arguably one of the, it's arguably the most famous. Yeah, of the Nightmare on Elm Street series. I mean, he get pulled through his bed. You don't really see that much frame, so you need to see him get pulled through the bed, and then he's liquefied, basically. It's cool seeing that shot, knowing that they had to film it with it being upside down. Yeah. Uh, upside down room, and then just pump gallons of blood down. Promoted this yeah. before, but there's a Netflix show called The Movies That Made Us, yeah, and that's... Nightmare on Elm Street is one of them, and they talk about that scene, and yeah. that's, that's a good thing. I believe that they said they only had one uh, shot to take this too, so I believe so. Yeah, yeah. So that they got a great shot. Yeah. I mean, the way they filmed a lot of things in that movie was kind of creative. Kind of the way they had Wes Craven in the first kill of the movie. Wes Craven's kind of strapped in the chair, and the room rotates around him. Mm-hmm. And that's number ten. So starting off, number ten <laughs> is arguably one of the more famous, not just Wes Craven, but just uh, horror movie uh, scenes in general. So yeah, I mean, interesting to see how where, where this goes. Starting off strong. I mean, some. These scenes I just think are cool, and some I you know are like deeply impactful for me. Oh like yeah, the bonds you build with characters. Well, this is an opinion based no yeah. list, so so number nine, Julius Gall and Jason takes Manhattan. Dude tries to throw hands with Jason and gets his head punched off. Gets- <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> arguably probably one of the you know uh freddy is known for having some of the more comedic like death scenes stuff like that that scene or that movie death is hilarious yeah no blood just a guy gets his head punched off yeah and i take a lot of heat for this when i say jason takes manhattan one of my favorite jason movies but you know i'm not gonna sit here and judge you well not to your face anyway of 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 what you like in terms of movies but i can understand why people don't like that movie yeah i mean the jason's 
spent half the movie walking underwater to get to the boat yeah. and then is defeated by water at the very end. No storyline in any Jason movie is really all that great or coherent. So let's be honest, we all just love him for the kills. Uh, yes, that's why I'm saying I'm not going to sit here and judge. I'm like, you know, hockey mask wearing undead dude. I'll, I'm just here to watch a slasher movie. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I mean, Show come me on. Some but, kills. but I mean, come on. He he was underwater walking towards the the boat and he was fine and then gets water thrown on him at the very end and you somehow defeats him. Tell the writers you're like, okay, so how do we defeat him? Well, oh, may- fuck it, water, man. Well, maybe okay. maybe it's just that awful New York sewage water. Yeah. Which I don't believe this was shot in New York, but <laughs> <laughs> probably not. I don't think they have that type of funding for this movie. Number eight. I'm gonna go with the unicorn going a worker in the cabin in the woods. Oh, good. I was like the unicorn. I was like, uh, I was like, uni- <laughs> I thought the unicorn was the name of the movie for a second, and then I was, and then I was like, oh no, the only unicorn death I know of is from Cabin in the Woods. I mean, that whole scene with all the monsters coming out in that movie is incredible. But just a random unicorn goring a guy against the wall—that's something you I expect to see when I went and saw that movie in theaters. Uh, that that's a movie that has so many deaths, or so many deaths to choose from. And that's your favorite out of all of them? Yeah, I think it just you know unicorns as they're usually portrayed as being super peaceful everybody loves them. that unicorn was out for fucking blood take this you bronies and as you guys know we are fans of captain woods on this podcast we'll have a special we need to have a special episode just for that movie we really do yeah i'm surprised we haven't reviewed it yet but we will get there i'll, I'll organize a special uh episode for that one yeah now it's time to jump to a movie we have reviewed and i think it does kind of hold a special place in my heart because it was my very first kill of the movie when kate and fear street got her had stuck to the bread slicer yeah it's uh that that one was definitely a shame because she was i feel like she should have been the main character it made me sad because she was probably my favorite character in the movie she was the most interesting I, she I, really was yeah I, I liked her personality and i just i i went ahead and i said i think in my movie couples uh wait yeah. it wasn't it wasn't movie couples it was it was one of the hashtag chris hates um i think it was uh because i said i, I didn't chris buy hates couples i think you yeah you didn't like the uh no i don't Think was, I don't think it was. I don't think it. It was that one. Was Chris hates couples. It was. Uh, I th- I'm pretty sure it was something else because I remember what my top five were. And because Chris hates couples was top five. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know. I'll have to go back and re uh, listen to figure out which it was. But yeah, yeah. I think she would have been a better lead than the. Yeah. If they would have made that story about that character, it would have been a, a lot, lot more interesting. I mean, it's still a great story. Overall. It's still fun. I mean, yeah. I still. Three, I still yeah. enjoyed it. But yeah, good. That was. Uh, that that would have been my top death for that series too. Good. Yeah. And you know. It goes back to episode number one. You guys want to check that out? We reviewed the uh, Fear Street trilogy, so. Back when we were fresh-faced young boys. Very fresh into the podcasting. Next is Roy in Final Destination 2. Is this number six or seven? Six. Final Destination. That's another movie we need to review. Yeah. Has a lot of creative kills, but seeing someone get sliced apart by barbed wire blowing in the wind, pretty sweet. Uh, man, I, I think the first one is the one I've watched the least, because I got introduced to Final Destination with the third one. See, I feel I feel like I, the second one was the one I saw first. Second one is the reason why I never uh, drive behind big trucks, especially ones carrying logs. Yeah. And uh, the third one is, is how I got introduced to it. But but then I, so I know the least about number one because I've only seen it like maybe once and then bits and pieces of it. See, I couldn't remember which Final Destination it was where the guy kind of, he was escaping on the fire escape and then he slipped on spaghetti and had the fire escape all through his eye. I don't I remember like that, that one it, too. Yeah. I, I don't, don't remember, remember which, that either. So I don't, I don't know which one it is either. It was the guy, he won the lotto. 
I know it's in one of the final destinations. I just don't remember which one, but that's also a great death for the series. I mean, that series is basically people getting killed in the most ridiculous way possible, but... You know what I think we need to start doing as a side thing for this is pick a franchise and then do like 10-minute episodes of reviewing each movie in a franchise. That would be a lot of fun. Maybe that'll be treats for next season. We could do like Final Destination, Saw, yeah. Paranormal Activity. Or a TV series. That would be really good too, yeah. Alright, so Final Destination. I mean, that's my favorite one of the series. I'm sure people have other ones. And if you guys do, make sure to, you know, comment at us on Twitter or Instagram. Let us know. And now we're into the top five. Top five. This step isn't really like a great death scene. It's just a character that's getting killed off. It is a character I love so much, and I'm so sad to see her die. Mm-hmm. And that is Nancy Thompson in Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Mm-hmm. I mean, they brought her back, and then they killed her. Like She's so, one of my favorite final girls, and see her die was pretty rough. So is she kind of like an honorable mention? Like, you don't, you, you hate that she died, but you feel like you had to put her on there? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Out of respect. Out of respect, I mean. And that's why, like, not a lot of people don't really like the sequels for the Nightmare on Elm Street, because they're so weird, and do things like that. Well, let me ask you, do you prefer comedic Freddy, or do you prefer intimidating Freddy? I think both has their place. Like, there's some great times with comedic Freddy, but the first movie was Freddy as best. Because he was intimidating, and there was some comedy to him, too. But it eventually, it just turned into just Freddy just being, like, doing one-liners and jokes. Yeah, up until, like, Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Yeah, wh- which, which, which he uh, returned back to form. And that movie was way before its time. Such an incredible movie. A lot of people say that because I think the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street had gotten progressively like less and less score wise and then New Nightmare came out and boosted it right, right back up and it was like oh this is it, it got it was different and it was also a return to form yeah and I mean you see the problems with the series and like the second one they barely have mentioned the first movie and then the third movie it seemed like maybe they'd go back to it and they were gonna make Patricia Arquette like the new final girl the uh, third one was in the uh, asylum correct yeah that, that one has my favorite death out of the Nightmare on Elm Street ones is when the kid is being marionetted by his tendons up to oh, the yeah. up to the top of the roof and then got them cut and then fell off the roof. That one's probably my favorite. Uh, just just because I'm like, man, he's being led marionette wise by his tendons is just such a. And then yeah. he, he just gets. I, I I don't know. I just really like that. That's probably my favorite out of yeah. all of the series. Yeah, that's true. But it's the fact that they made Treasure Arquette like the new Final Girl mm-hmm. and they didn't have her signed on to do the fourth one, mm-hmm. so they had to re caster in the fourth one and it went downhill from there. Uh, what could have been? What could have been, yeah. But the original is still one of my all-time favorites. Next is kind of a deep cut because I don't think a lot of people have seen this movie because it's like a sci-fi original movie. I love me some sci-fi original. Me too. So this one's from Truth or Dare. Like I said, it's a sci-fi original, not the not the movie. One, not, the, not the one that came out on from uh, Bloomhouse Productions. Uh, I probably don't know this one then. So Addison, when she refused to play the game and she tried to escape the house mm-hmm. she ends up like tripping on her way out and just gets impaled on a bolt <laughs> and it's such a random death because you really were expecting someone to die at that moment mm-hmm. and i think it was that at that moment in the movie it made the characters realize oh this isn't really a game anymore it's a death that's needed to kick the movie into high gear i might need to go and check that out just real quick just definitely need to shout out original uh sci-fi original movies yeah um, this uh, one is on netflix classic sci- I've, I've seen so many sci-fi back in the day 
when you'd be flipping through channels, I would just come across the sci-fi channel and then yeah. they're, they they're usually not, have something good on. They're never the best quality, but they always grab my attention. I mean, I wouldn't know about Tremors if it wasn't for sci-fi originals. And Tremors is one of my favorite creature movies. Tremors is a great movie. Yeah, sci-fi, I mean, they put out some great movies that people sleep on. I Everyone think that, just thinks Sharknado and they're like, oh, they all have to be Oh, uh, well, yeah. a lot of, that's another reason why I like because they will have ridiculous movies like that, which sometimes I just want a goofy movie I can make fun of and sci-fi yeah. original movies will have that too. But I think yeah. sci-fi also had, uh, what was the, I think it was called Scare Tactics. Yeah, I think, yeah, that sounds familiar. Which was hosted originally by Shannon Doherty um, and then eventually, yeah. and then eventually, uh, I think, um, oh my God, what's his name? He's a comedian from 30 Rock. Oh, what's his freaking name? Oh, it's going to bug the crap out of me. Are you looking it up? Yeah. Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan, yep. You said that right as it came up. Like, Tracy Morgan, uh, I think, eventually hosted it. But, yeah, uh, Shannon Doherty, uh, yep. Stephen Baldwin, then Tracy Morgan. I didn't know Stephen Baldwin uh, hosted at one point. I just remember Shannon Doherty at one point. But yeah, I used to watch that show all the time. I think that was sci-fi, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, just shout out to sci-fi original movies. I mean, The Magicians is one of my favorite shows. That's a sci-fi original show. Um, I saw uh, I saw the first... Oh, I saw most of the show. I, I haven't seen the last season. That season was pretty good. Uh, anybody who hasn't seen Magicians, stop listening for a second. I saw all the way up to Q's death. Okay. Yeah, that was sad. That was a sad death. I'm actually currently reading the books, too. So, everyone, you should go check out that show. I feel like it's kind of like an adult version of Harry Potter. I Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way to put it. This is... This is, uh, you can imagine, imagine Harry Potter universe, but this is like the American schools, uh, yeah. of the wizarding world. And it's like the fraternity, uh, uh, the college years of drinking drugs and unprotected sex. But they didn't find out they were wizards until they got to college. All right. Now we are to number three and that would be Randy from Scream 2. Yeah. Poor Randy. I mean, it was one of those death scenes that kind of broke the rules because he was murdered in broad daylight. Broad daylight. Yeah. Um, he was the comedic relief. Relief, yeah. He was the person that the audience was supposed to, like, imprint on. Like, the horror movie, know it all. Yeah, so, and we never really see see his death, but we know it wasn't good. No. You just kind of see the knife go up and down, and you see the aftermath after he is discovered. I know that when that movie came out, probably it hurt a lot of people, especially probably watching it in the theaters like no because oh. i imagine that a lot of people probably thought that um but i mean that's what scream does is that it it, it takes your expectations and then messes with them because i yeah. i believe every probably everybody probably thought all right well he was the comedic relief in the first one and he survived they're not going to kill yeah. every and he's a fan favorite yeah they're, they're not going to kill him off in the second movie they're not going to kill him off in the second movie and then they do so yeah yeah i mean that's what's so great about the franchise and west strict is anything could happen yeah i mean that that's that's what the series has been known for is taking what you think you know about horror movies and then you know like well I mean maybe some of it will happen maybe some of it won't yeah and I mean since we showed sci-fi I do have to shout MTV for the Scream TV series did a pretty good job with it I didn't say. know that Scream had a TV series yeah there's three seasons of it on Netflix I thought it wasn't gonna be that good but it was I mean well you don't count because you're biased towards Scream that's actually very true yeah as you guys can tell by the end of this list I am it's nothing but fanatic. Scream the, the last three is gonna be nothing but scream and, and uh, yeah that's it, basically what it is is it really oh okay yeah. <laughs> all right so uh all right which one is number two then number two i'm gonna kind of have to give a spoiler alert because this is from the newest movie fine all right <laughs> i'm sorry when i made the list i kind of thought you saw the movie no well so be it go ahead and that is when dewey gets killed damn it hey hate you why would you say that i know sorry dewey was probably my 
my favorite character of the OG3. I understand why the directors made that decision. I mean, I'm disappointed, but not as intensely as that. All that. But I mean, when we were talking yeah. with Ryan Showers, I, I, we were talking about if Dewey ends up dying, I hope that he at least goes out in a decent way. Does he? He, he does. I'm not going to describe it for you. It is a, they do him justice in his death scene. Uh, I'm, that's a bummer. I lo- yeah. uh, Dewey, Dewey was my guy. I mean, I get it because, you know, they got a lot of flack from Scream 4 for playing it safe mm-hmm. and not taking one of the main characters out. So, well, yeah. rest in peace, Dewey. You will be missed. You will definitely be missed, Dewey. Yeah, that one just hit the heart. That disappoints me more than Randy. Yeah, I almost, you know, started crying. Dewey was the heart for that series for me. Yeah, he was like Dewey, man. I mean, they're not going to have another character like that, but as I say, you know, the show must go on. I actually really enjoyed the new cast, so that's my one wish for the new Scream is that they made the new cast interesting mm-hmm. so they could keep going on with the new cast. So I'm excited to see what Scream 6 has in store for us. So yeah. now what's your number one? Is it uh, Billy? No. It is the death of Casey Becker in the original Scream movie. Because uh, you got to put yourself back in the time frame mm-hmm. and how they marketed this movie was right on the front. She was marketed as a main character because Drew Barrymore at the time still is a really big star. She was marketed as like the like the one person who you think is not going to die yeah and they kill her off in the first 10 minutes i mean that is br- that is a brilliant marketing move though yeah talk about taking a big chance too and it paid off yeah they i mean that could have easily gone the other direction and people would have been like this is awful why would you even market it like that could have easily gone the other way but i'm glad people appreciated it yeah like oh no once it happens you're like oh no one is safe in this movie anybody could die anybody could go at any and her death is pretty brutal. I mean, at the point where she almost gets away and she tries to scream for her parents, but she can't because she just kind of got choked for a good 30 seconds. And I bet you that freaked a whole bunch of people out who ever, like, just stay home alone now, get a random call. I mean, it was the kill that kicked off the entire franchise that I still love to this day. 25 years ago came out, 26. Mm-hmm. And that is my list. So you actually went the uh, other way of what I probably would have done with my list okay. in, in, in terms of no i'm saying it's a good thing in terms yeah. of i probably would uh if somebody said like your top 10 movie deaths i probably would have gone with for the most over the top deaths i could think of okay yeah yours yours were pretty tame but is like significant to the storyline yeah i would have gone more visual rather than uh uh story based i mean i do have some visual ones here yeah i mean like yeah. the unicorn one is fun and the freddy one is is good yeah. but you know i'm not saying it's a bad thing it's just yeah. it, it, it's interesting to see the direction that we would have yeah we both would have went you know i love a good death when it adds to the story as much as i love you know just watching jason randomly hack people for no reason enjoy a little bit more when you know something's added to the story from the death so- solid list would you say i'd say about probably half of them were west craven uh west craven directed well franchise rather uh, yeah half of them well i mean because you had two freddy and three scream so that's half of them right there half of them were uh west craven franchise yeah only three were direct from west craven because you direct new stream or the third nightmare on the street but either way good list i i that was fun good yeah. conversation so good top 10 so the next one i believe is do you have a uh chris hates for me i do so chris i know you love good practical effects love me some good practical effects i know you hate nothing more than bad practical effects some bad some <laughs> well, that just it, ruins a movie for you right there it depends what you mean by bad practical effects Ten horror movies with the worst practical effects i was gonna say it would have been a lot that's gonna be a hard list for me to think of because even practical effects I could probably you would have been better Defend. off you, you would have been 
better off saying your top 10 least favorite CGI computer generated effects than I'd have been like, okay. Um, so my least favorite, or so Chris hates... Practical effects, yeah. Well, it's going to have to be Chris hates bad effects. Um, no, if we're going to do that, Chris hates... Yeah, let's go Chris hates CGI. So we know you love practical effects, and I don't want to have to put you through watching terrible practical effects. Well, I don't... Well, give me an example of what you would consider a bad practical effect. I can't really think of one off the top of my head. But so, I mean, it's one of those things so like if you see it, you know it. Like low-budget horror. So, all right, so... so Let's just do a 10 so, worth CGI. So Chris hates bad CG? Yeah. All right, that, that'll be fun. Yeah. There's a plethora there's so many to choose from but uh that will be for uh I'll, I'll try to have my list by next week and uh yeah this was a good one so that's fun oh and oh so i should probably give you what your next top 10 is gonna eventually be yeah i might need a second to think because i i forgot that i was gonna have to give you one <laughs> i was gonna oh you don't do your you don't do hate because i was about to say what was your top 10 hated what's the top 10 things you hate about wes craven <laughs> no but um, By wes craven's top 10 worst films no but you don't do hate yours no. is your top 10 favorite so yeah yeah. I'm going to say, how about your top 10? What, what top 10s have you done so far? You've done uh, foreign There's horror. Foreign horror, and then... Uh... Yeah, this is me by third one. What was the one in the middle? Because foreign horror was the first one. It's gonna oh, bug you. It is. You're gonna have to go body in. horror. Body horror. Yeah. All right. I had to go on Spotify and search that up. All right, I got yours. Yours is gonna be your top ten favorite creature feature. Creature features. Okay, that's gonna be fun to make. So you get to watch some good creature features, and I get to look up some bad CGI. Servers count as creatures, right? Yep. All right. But that will be treats for another episode. Thanks everybody for joining us for another top ten and hopefully we'll see you in the future for some more well join be us listening, for, yeah yeah you'll be listening to me lose my mind over bad effects yeah. all right everybody have a good week yeah. hey everybody thanks for listening to body bag podcast be sure to like and subscribe and leave us a comment as to what you'd like to hear us review or any horror movie topics you'd like to hear us rant and rave about and while you're at it, you can find us on Twitter at Body Bag Pod and on Instagram at Body Bag Podcast. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.